when you go for a job, there are certain standards, qualifications, things that you need. You need a resume. You know, there are things that when it comes to a job, there's certain requirements. And in the kingdom of God, it's really no different. It is truly no different. And I start off there because a relationship with God, or let alone, if you're in a very vulnerable position, you are right where he wants you. You are qualified based on your current status. Now, I know it sounds a little vague what I'm saying, but this is the only place where you are qualified in your weakness. You are right where he wants you. And tonight I'll be speaking from the book of Isaiah chapter 40. And this is, um, I'll be reading from verse 28 to the end. Isaiah 40, verse 28 to the end. And it speaks on receiving the strength of the Lord. Remember what I said. In order to receive this, you have to be qualified. And it requires one thing, for you to be weak. That's all you need to receive the strength of the Lord. But it sounds quite, what do you mean? But I'm going to break it down for you. And I read Isaiah 40, verse 28. Have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. May the Lord bless the reading of the word. So it's clear here, the prophet Isaiah, he's speaking to those in Jerusalem. Isaiah, the book of Isaiah is a very interesting story. You know, Isaiah was a prophet and I don't know it too much in detail, but it comes in three parts. And in this part, it speaks on restoration. So after explaining all the greatness and glory of God, now Isaiah explains another benefit we can receive from our God. He gives us his great power. However, to receive power, you have to need power. See, I started off by letting you know, in order to be qualified to receive this power, you need to be weak. You ought to be weak. Notice in the scripture who, who God gives power to, the weak. And to those who have a might, he increases their, who have no might, he increases their strength. Those who are proud and confident in their own wisdom and strength, will receive no strength from God. See, weak does not just mean I'm currently weak. 
the spirit is one because I was going there too. The weak does not just mean a physical situation. The weak is a sense of reverence and acknowledging who is above. Giving them flowers, as you would say. And as long as we are in this flesh, we are weak. And that is what the spirit is for. So like I said, you need to be weak to be qualified to receive this strength from God. You cannot be proud. You cannot lean ye on your own understanding because you will not be qualified to receive this strength. You can't receive strength if you don't know who the source, if you're not plugged into the source. So it's very important, children of God, that at all times we are operating in faith. Because when you're operating in faith, you don't know what's next. And that exactly is when you know you are in the right place. Operating on total dependence. See, too many times we become chaos managers. Or sometimes we forget the promises we made in the, in the storms that when things get calm, we get confident. Like, we got it. We know what's going on. We in control. But it's very important, children of God, that we remember that we are weak without God. One of the verses said, even the youths shall faint and be weary. Those who thought themselves strong find themselves weak. Because what happens is, especially for those that Christ loves, he chastens and rebukes. Something is going to break you down. Something is going to bring you to your knees. But this is where God's strength is reserved for. His strength is reserved for those who know they're weak and have no might. And it's like I said, it's not just for a physical situation going on. It's not just for states, states, states of vulnerability. And you're plenty. You ought to give God the glory. Because you know it is only by his power and his grace. And he will continue to renew your strength. Another part of this is those who are waiting on the Lord. Many of us are in situations in life where we're waiting on God. And we can't find him. We're looking everywhere, we're praying, we think we gotta do, we can't find him. But this scripture tells us, those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. But the question is, how do we receive the strength of the Lord? We receive it while we wait. But unfortunately, we've been challenged to understand what does it mean to wait? The idea behind waiting on the Lord is not a passive sitting around the Lord until God does something. Yes, God will give you the strength, but we don't expect it to come as if he is just going to pour it into us and just sit passively. You're not just going to sit here and just wait on the Lord, twiddling your thumbs, or going day by day, waiting on God. No. He brings it to us as we seek him and rely on him instead of on our own strength. He's not going to bring it to you just sitting there and just going day by day, just waiting. He brings it to you as you seek him. Children of God, it's very important no matter what you're going through, you continue to seek God because seeking God is a sign of weakness even if you're not currently in a weak situation. 
But for those of us who are in situations that we're like, I'm waiting on God to do this, I'm waiting on God, oh, God's going to do it. You have to seek him. You've got work to do. We are also told that we, knew, we renew our strength. It is strength that was once received when we first came to the Lord in weakness and no might. Then that strength is renewed as we wait on the Lord. See, the word renew is a basic meaning. It's like change. It's come, put on a fresh. Like to, 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 to renew is to, is, to, is to recharge. I remember back in the day they had battery chargers. I think that's like an outdated thing right now where you could charge batteries, like the actual Duracell batteries. They were weak, but when they were plugged to the source, they can be reused. Your phone battery. iPhone users or whatever, smartphones, they tell you what percentage you're on. And no matter how capable this phone is, it always gets weak. This phone cannot fully operate without its charger. Otherwise, it's going to die soon. Even when it's on 100%, you know to keep your charger close. Why? Because it is still weak. It cannot function alone. Nothing that has a battery can be that can be independent because what happens is you think you could do it without God. Okay, you want to leave your charger at home? Leave it. Let's see how long you will go without your charger. It is inevitable that you will get me, but you must always bring your charger with you because you know that this thing can get weak. And that is why I say it is not a situation that's predicated on your reality. You can be on 100%, but you still need your charger. Very important, children of God, because sometimes we get too confident in what's been, we got it, I got it, I don't need it. Thank you, God, I got it from here. No, carry your charger, carry your word with you. Very important. He says, they shall mount up with the wings like eagles. Children of God, this is the measure of the strength that the Lord gives us to soar above everything else. This is proof that we are conquerors, but it's through him that enables us. This strength is given by God. You got to 100% from 10% because you had your charge. So it's very important, children of God, that we understand. As long as we stay connected, we will mount up with wings like eagles. It also says they shall run and not be weary. This runs without the charger. But it gets weak. But as long as you keep your phone connected to the charger, it will never die. And that is what the scripture is telling us here. As long as we stay connected to the source, we will not be weary. We will run. We will not be weary. We will walk and not be faint. Children of God, this is the true purpose of the strength of the Lord that he gives us. Strength to move forward and progress for him. It isn't strength for you to show off, but strength for you to go forward in. Sometimes life is, it gets real. But he gives us strength as long as we keep connected. The moment we disconnect, it's only a matter of time. Children of God, that we will grow weak. 
So it is very important to keep that charger with you. Very important. Weak in Isaiah 49, 40-29 and faint in Isaiah 40-30 are the same Hebrew word, which means failure through loss of inherent strength. AKA failure, my battery is gonna die if I'm not connected to the charger. Children of God, it is very, very, very important that we think of this relationship like the iPhone or any phone or any smartphone or any laptop or anything that cannot work independently, it has a battery. Very important, children of God. Somebody brought up where I was going also, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. And I'll read. I'll start from 8. And this is Paul. Paul here is talking about a thorn in his flesh. Now, sometimes we have to understand that everything good has a dark part. No test, no testimony. So Paul here is talking about the thorn, but he's talking about it in a light that it was something that made him weak, but he found strength through it. Three different times, I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. That is why I take pleasure in my weakness and in the insults, the hardships, the persecutions, and the troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, I am strong. It is all by the grace of God. My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. When your phone is dying, the charger will work, make it work to its full capacity, even if it's weak. Even if it's weak. So we should not detach from the source. And that is something that we tend to do. Or sometimes we only charge our phone when it's weak, and then when we're back to 100%, see you later. We read in our word, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're in God, we're, you know, uh, fellowship, we do this. Oh, see you later, gotta go, my phone's charged. Stay connected to the charger. Because like, unlike anything that you can charge, the battery does not grow weaker the longer you stay connected to it. See, these devices, you know, when you charge them, if you leave them all too long, when they say don't charge your phone overnight, your battery gets weaker. No, 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 no. The longer you stay connected to God, the more strength you get. The moment you detach, you lose your strength. But like I said, you must be weak to qualify. That is all you need to qualify for this strength. In order to receive this strength, you must be weak. But weakness is not simply a state of what is your reality. It is acknowledging and having reverence and understanding that God is my source. I will forever need you. That is a sign of weakness. Sometimes we feel weakness is just tragedy and hardships and financial. Yes, that too. But there's another side to weakness that we overshadow. Money rules the world, but you can't pay God with it. 
It rules the world, but you can't pay God with it. I say that to say, no matter how much money you're making, no matter how good you, I don't care if you Elon Musk rich, you need to be connected to the source. You have to be connected. Because apart from him, nothing can be done. You might be able to accomplish all these worldly things. Yeah. But guess what? He's going to die someday. Ain't nothing eternal in that. You can't pay God with it. You can't pay God with it. I never saw a U-Haul trailing a hearse. Never saw a U-Haul trailing a hearse. So all these things that we store up on earth that make us disconnect from God is a trap. Stay connected to the source. Stay connected. You think I'm good, I got this. I don't care if you got Rolls Royces, you got a driver, you got a chef, yeah, life is good. But if you are not connected to the source, it's all vanity. And I'm not here to condemn those things. Lord knows I want a driver someday. I want a chef. I don't want to work. But I will not have those things apart from the source. Money rules the world, but you can't pay God with it. So it's not just weakness in physical stature. It means acknowledging, Lord, I am nothing without you. It is you and only you. See, believe it or not, tithing is a form of weakness. Because tithing in its essence and its genuine nature is showing God, thank you. Without you, I am nothing. Here you go. That is weakness. Because you are operating on dependence. Faith shows you, faith is a sign of weakness. Because you are depending on somebody. You're riding on his back. This is all good now, God, but I still need you. I can't do this alone. That in itself is weakness. It's not just, I got this and I got that. And... Weakness. Weakness. Notice the order of this passage that we spoke of in, in, in Isaiah chapter 40. It seems strange. First we mount up with wings like eagles, then we run, finally we walk. Does it seem out of order? Not at all, really. Because first, we recognize that we soar up into the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2, 6. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. So it's not backwards to fly first. Because the order of this is fly like eat with, with you know, soar up like eagles. Then we run, then we walk. Sounds backwards, right? but that's worldly. Christ ascended. So we are seated with him in this heavenly realm. Then after we are soaring up, we set ourselves on the course to run the race. See, you ain't gonna open up your wings if you ain't ready to fly. 
ever heard a saying, it's easier to get it, it's harder to maintain it? You can spread your wings, but who says you can fly? Hebrews 12.1, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily strips us up, trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. Some things are weighing you down. Some things are draining your battery. But if you surrender yourself in weakness to the spirit, you will identify those things. So after we soar up and then we're getting ready to run the race, then we are in a good place to walk the walk. Colossians 2.6 And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. You must continue to follow him. Children of God, what you got to understand in weakness, God's will is God's bill. If he leads you to it, he will feed you through it. God's will is God's bill. I don't like paying the bills. In fact, I hate bills so much, I hate going out to eat and they got the nerve to add gratuity. Sometimes I want to ask the waiter, like, yo, who, who ordered gratuity? <laughs> Gratuity be like a whole 50, 70 money. Yo, who ordered? Why not order gratuity? But we gotta understand, God already took care of the gratuity too. God's will is God's bill. If he leads you to it, he will feed you through it. But weakness is a sign of obedience. It's proof that there is trust. No matter how weak we are, our reality can't doubt God's ability. The children of Israel were very weak. They did not know what was next, but they operated in total dependence. It is my hope that no matter how bad or how great things get, we never fail to remember that we are weak before him. Let us continue to give God the bill. Let us boast about our weakness, for we are strong by his grace. This message meant so much to me. You don't have to carry the weight. We don't got to pay the bill. Even if they order gratuity on our behalf, we don't got to pay it. God's will is God's bill. And it is our will to surrender. If he leads us to it, he can feed us through it. God bless you all.